Coming up on today's show, we escaped, but barely. Shut up and take my money. You've got answers. And if you think this is just a theory, you don't understand the gravity of the situation. This is episode 28 of the Geek 30 Happy Hour. Welcome back to another episode of the Geek 30 Happy Hour, where we drink a toast to all the geeky things we're passionate about. Today is Thursday, June 16th, 2016. My name is Alex, and there's JoJo. Hello! How are you doing today? Pretty good, man. We, uh... We've been seeing a lot of each other in the past I know, 24 I, hours. Well, like the last 80 hours. I feel like we well, see each other true. almost every day. That's basically <laughs> true. Uh, you might as well... We might as well just, you know, plop a... Uh, air mattress down here you just I mean, it wouldn't be rent, the first time you know? it's oh, that's last time that's true <laughs> that's true too uh, Jojo has spent many a night here in the how, studio how much are you charging rent in your next place um uh, you know I'll think about it I'll think about All it and right. get back to you maybe it's the price of a new entertainment system <gasps> okay so this, let's talk about reasonably affordable prices. Well, okay. <laughs> you know me. You know me. You just, you'll just, you, you know you'll, me. You'll, um, you'll, you'll just install it and then we'll let you stay here. It'll be good. You know it's going to be, be elaborately. I know. Like, there, elaborately, there like, is, over. There is no other way I would have it, my friend. <laughs> so, uh, welcome back to another episode, guys. Um, some housekeeping stuff before we jump into some things. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Um, if you haven't already, that helps us tell people about the show. Be sure to like our Facebook page. Um, subscribe to us on YouTube for all the video goodness. Um, what else am I missing, JoJo? What, what uh, we're on Twitter and all that fun stuff. But yeah. I mean, basically, the, the big thing is the five stars on iTunes because that actually helps us out. That yeah. literally helps us out. Subscribe, And if you don't have iTunes, um, subscribe on Google Play uh, for all you Android users. Just stop what you're doing right now. Just stop. Stop. Stop it. Okay? <laughs> I mean, I wish they gave us five stars on Google, but that's not a thing yet. I don't know if it's going to yeah, be a thing. Yeah, I, I don't think but so. But at least you can subscribe and say, hey, it's a thing, and you should probably listen to that. Totally. And share it with your friends. You know, get the word out. Totally. If you like us, you know, we love you guys. Why not? share the love yeah and that helps us so uh so thank you so much um you know we've got a really i'm actually really eager to tell people about this beer we're drinking i'm very excited about this beer all right let's get into the beer oh hello geek study it's beer time today's beer is brought to you by rain and thunderstorms good lord and tornadoes and tornadoes we're kind of under a tornado watch right now you're you're not hearing this over the microphone but you can hear like through the fireplace it's like rapid fire, it's like a machine gun in there. It's raining really hard outside. Exactly. So we might have to go take cover in the in the bathroom down here. And uh, Deanna, <laughs> if it starts a tornado, come down here. It's safer. Air mattress. Air mattress. Yeah, we'll pop that up okay. and you know protect us from all the things. Awesome. Uh, so a good beer to drink in this stormy. Uh, sort it's of a perfect weather. beer for this weather. Absolutely. Can you you want to tell people about this beer? So this is uh, Kentucky. Bourbon Barrel Stout. I just looked at the bottle instead of the website that's right in front of me because that was my default. Yeah. (laughs) So this is... I'm actually liking this a lot. Oh, my God. It is. It's a recommendation by Michelle. She's awesome. Thank you so much. Michelle's great. Uh, Michelle is actually Deanna's best friend from high school, and uh, she posted this as one of the beers that she loves um, on our Facebook wall uh, through our question of the week, which we'll get to in a later segment. Um, so this is a, it's a stout brewed with coffee and aged in oak barrels with, uh, what does that say? Haitian coffee. Haitian. Oh, Haitian awesome. coffee. 
Yeah, this is delicious, though. Here, cheers. Cheers. Joe. Thank you, Michelle. Mm, 8% ABV. And it really just tastes like sparkling coffee. And that it's kind of deceptive because when you and pour it, at the end it's too. like a Coca-Cola. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you pour it, yeah, it looks, it looks like, like soda. soda. Yeah, exactly. It's and wild. then you drink it, it's... Again, just like Alex said, it's like a sparkling cold coffee, like a cold press, you know, brew. Mm. Um, this is super there is, yummy. There is but nothing wrong with this beer. No, nothing at all. It's actually deceptively bright. It's not as dark as I, yeah. as I expected it to be, and the bright actually works really well in this I flavor. Like, I like that a lot about yeah, this Yeah, it, it, it works phenomenally. It's super easy to drink. I'm trying not to drink, drink, drink it like water. I'm already... Try, here we go. Already, exactly. Oh, here we 8%, go. 8%. 8%. What? Wow. What's 8%? <laughs> this is going to be a shit show like Air last mattress, night. right? <laughs> oh. We had a we had a long evening uh, yesterday. It was a great, it was a great evening. Yeah. evening. We'll get into that in a Actually, second. it wasn't long enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you guys would like to um, suggest a beer for us to try on the show and, and let you know our thoughts, you can always send your recommendations to geek30podcast at gmail.com. We always like to try new beers. It's part of the reason why we do this show i'm still looking for the uh sage saison that kevin recommended yeah. i haven't found it yet but i have found i think three different epic brewing and i've tried two of them they're fantastic really fantastic nice beers. so uh when i find a sage i'm bringing it on the show cool if you'd like to donate a, a beer of any kind too we always take donations i'm not gonna say no to beer Maybe, maybe maybe to wheat beer, but you know. Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> Email us. Um, we'll set something up, uh, and we would appreciate anything like that. So we're gonna drink this awesome stout. It, it looks like a stout, but it doesn't taste like. It, it tastes I'm already like halfway coffee. through. You see that? Yeah, yeah, you're killing. It. I guess <laughs> Alex, I gotta catch Alex up. Alex needs to like catch up on it's this. It's so light, man. It's so light. It's even it's lighter like, than like a Guinness, I think. It's it really is, and it's like double the ABV, which is crazy. It's wild. Um, it drinks so smooth. It's. It's a light, sparkling beverage and tastes great. You don't taste the alcohol at all. No. It's in there, but no. you don't taste it at all. No, but we're going to continue to enjoy this beer. Again, thank you, Michelle, as we get into the news. Geek 30 News. So JoJo and I went on an adventure yesterday. It was very adventurous and wanna, very mysterious. Yeah. Do you, do you want to <laughs> lead it off? I, You know what? I'm going to sip on this beer a little bit, and I'm going to give... <laughs> You're gonna <laughs> give you the floor. You wanted to drink the beer, Jojo. Okay, no, fine. so <laughs> I, I'll, I'll tell everybody we'll about it. We'll both drink the beer. We'll both talk about it. Yeah. Uh, we ended up recording a podcast uh, episode with our good friends from Not Another Podcast. With a question mark at you the keep, end? You did, why don't you say that? Because it, 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 Ron Burgundy. Ron Burgundy? <laughs> so our friends from, San Diego. <laughs> yeah, our friends, uh, Bill McKenna. And Brett, they uh, put on a great podcast, Not Another Podcast, uh, is a local show um, where they talk about all the things going on here in the D.C. area, about how the Metro sucks, about um, Bill running for town council in Herndon. Right. Um, about everything that bad that happens in Florida, because everything, yeah. everything that bad can happen happens in Florida, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> if you can... I mean, not to put a damper on the subject, but shit, you just look at the past week. Yeah, oh exactly. my god, The penis um, of America. Yeah, really. But, I mean, Bill does a great job of guiding that show, and Brett is just hilarious. Um, it's Again, it takes me by surprise every time I talk to him, because he is faster than I am on the wit. Like He's, he's got such a great wealth of information he pops it up so quickly i'm usually over here struggling like searching things like i know what this is but i don't i, I can't and he just he has it on the tip of his tongue yep. he is so quick about it yeah i'm i'm jealous yeah <laughs> so we had a blast with them yesterday yes. because we recorded live at escape room herndon it was 
fantastic fantastic shout out to omar thank you for the hospitality omar is brilliant by the way if you have never met him great 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 person and everything is absolutely great i mean he and he's a co-owner of yep. that with another person and yep. they put together three functional rooms currently yep and they have a fourth in development and fourth in development uh and plus they have ideas for the future as well and the one that we had was effectively well, let's let's actually back up okay why don't we tell people what an escape room is to begin with because i, I was talking to a lot of folks today about what an escape room is and they had they've never even heard of this so i i'll be honest i didn't know what an escape room was i've yeah. heard of it yeah it was like what, what what is this? What do you do? I don't understand. Um, you go into Herndon into this room. And it's fantastic. First of all, the way it's designed, beautiful. Oh yeah, Gorgeous. beautiful like artwork. Everything's set up. Beautiful layout. Everything's great. Um, you get thrown into a situation, and I don't want to give too much away on ours. Ours was the easiest, but we still had some struggles. Oh, it was. Yeah, I mean, it was so challenging. <laughs> it was. It was perfect. Right. It was. It, it was, was perfect, perfect for us for yeah. our group. Um, you have to discover clues, and what I liked about this one in particular is all the clues are given to you in the room. You do not need your phone. You don't need an iPad or a computer. Yeah. You work with what's available in the room, which mm-hmm. is great because it forces you to talk to everybody else in the room and not look at your phone and not try to Google this or not try to, you know, history that or, you know, pop culture this or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, so the, the, the clues, they're very devious and they're very uh, well thought out. Yeah. And um, they're not linear. So no. you'll get this clue, which will fix that thing, which will open this thing. And, you know, there's a series of things, but it's not in the order you expect it to happen. Yeah. And ultimately, your goal in this room is to escape. Exactly. So you get into the room and there's a series of puzzles that you have to solve. And it's all in a theme. Yes. Um, the theme that we did was Mary in the Black. Yes. Which um, is about a girl who was uh, a test subject in a lab at a very young age. She's never experienced color. Yeah. And you are also test subjects. Yes. And you have to find out how Mary escaped the lab. Right. And so it's like a little adventure. They had a few other rooms there. One was a Hannibal Lecter sort of dinner right. just scene. Just really like and Victorian table wow. and dinner set up. It, and it was, was like beautiful. a movie, movie yeah, scene, dude. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then another one, which was a complete mind fuck. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the floor went upward at one yeah, point. It my, was kind of crazy. Was Things were Mindsca- Mindscape? Uh, was Mindscape it Brainscape? Or, something like that? Or? I don't know. It, it was weird it was very weird and i loved it and omar said there's five different things going on simultaneously and you can solve them in any order but there's like five different things going on simultaneously and there's a lot it's like are, are you serious you know yeah. so uh going in there i nearly, nearly had an aneurysm i couldn't even process oh, it as, a, as an outside looker not even someone trying to solve the room i was white girling i couldn't even when i walked in there <laughs> you could not even i couldn't even um it was fun. It was uh, so. Deanna was a great help there. I, yeah, she was. I want to point that out. She kicked some butt. Oh yeah, she's she's got this wrangling skill <laughs> where she's able to keep her thing. She's know. an event planner for you know. Well, that's those what skills she does. surfaced real quick. Oh yeah, and that was control. Yeah, exactly. It was fantastic. Brett probably was our MVP. You oh know, yeah, he was the real MVP on this one. I'll give him a, a clap out yeah. here because he um he solved what four of them. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because. Omar, uh, so there's a, a teleprompter in there, and it gives you a timer. You have one hour to get out of this yep. situation. I, we shouldn't mention that. Um, if you need a clue, you can look at the camera, and they'll give you a clue. Uh, they try not to give you too many clues. They want you to solve it on your yeah. own and whatnot. But Omar was funny. He was playing with us the whole time. Yeah. Um, and he'll say something, and Brett, as soon as he sees it, is like, I know what to do. Yeah. Like, it, it wasn't even like, where are you going with this? <laughs> oh, that makes sense now. But he just, he, he just knew. At the same time, there was one point where uh, Brett didn't 
press a button on a lock to yeah. disengage it. And so the teleprompter goes, try harder, Brett. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, look for them on Twitter and use hashtag try harder, Brett. Try harder, Brett. <laughs> look for not another podcast on Twitter. Um, I, you know, we uh, Bill sent me the uh, the audio file. I think awesome. it would be fun to share, um, to maybe insert some pieces from the audio file from the show with not another podcast on our show. What do you think? Absolutely. We talked about a couple different things, and so it would be yeah. good, good to get a couple different um, sound bites from that. Yeah, so here you'll listen to next um, some clips from Bill and Brett's show, Not Another Podcast, and our time spent at the Herndon Escape Room. So I uh, want to thank you all for uh, listening today. We're very excited because we're in a secret, secret place. Well, not really. It's like, it, you know, the, the, the closet at Neverland Ranch, but, that, <laughs> that kind of secret. <laughs> so that's the pineapple one. And for Brett, it's our watermelon uh, Dorado double IPA is not one to back down from big flavors. Mash kettle, dry hopping blends to create a huge hop profile that is balanced with a blast of watermelon. The result is refreshing brew that's all summer needs. I just looked down at this. I think I'm drinking pure gasoline. Time now for Scooby-Doo Mysteries. Pretty and- much. <laughs> And we're going to bring in Mama Cass in the case of the vanilla chocolate and strawberry ghost. And I would have gotten away with it. If it wasn't for you pesky kids. All right, we're going to go in. We're going to give you a report. Okay, boys and girls, we're back. And uh, we just escaped from an escape room. With about seven minutes to spare. It was it was cutting it close, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to let uh, the Geek 30 and also I'm going to let Brett talk for a little bit. I had a great time, but I think the visceral reactions, I had a blast but I want to hear what these guys have to say about it. Brett goes, oh, I got this. <laughs> the, the, the description of the actual magazine was the clue that Brett needed to solve the problem Brett, in less than a second. That was a pre- you know, um, I'm going into sports commentator mode here. Brett, that was a pretty pivotal moment of the game for you. Can you tell us well, a little bit about know, what's going through your mind? Well, you know, both teams played hard, my man. And, um, yeah, the best team won. And, uh, yeah, we just got to come back to, uh, and, and, try and, and try and knock it out earlier next time. <laughs> but both teams played hard, my man. Game by game. <laughs> We did it game by game, and uh, you know we're just we're, we're gonna you know, we're gonna you know tie our shoes up again tomorrow, and we're we're gonna come back out and, and try and compete again. I will say it was a ton of fun. Not only the actual room yeah. itself, but Omar's actual responses to some of our stuff was hilarious. Omar was uh, Omar was the super villain behind the, uh, the the screen that was feeding us really sarcastic comments it's like work laugh. harder, Brett. Maniacal laugh. Yeah, <laughs> inserting maniacal laughs here and there. Well, it's such a blast. That, that was, that was so fun, fun, and that was hilarious. If you want to find out more about Escape Room Herndon, just go to www.escaperoomherndon.com. Herndon is spelled H-E-R-N as in Nancy, D as in dog, O-N as in Nancy. Absolutely. Right. And, I mean, that was clips from not another podcast uh, feed that they just released um, this morning, actually. I believe it's episode 106 for them. Yeah. Uh, so if you look up their latest episode, you'll hear... Both our pre-game, uh, where we talk about a beer, we talk about ourselves and whatnot, mm-hmm. and then a post-game, we don't we don't give anything away. No, but uh, we we have fun. We joke about things. We laugh about it. Brett actually realizes he's the MVP. <laughs> you know? He is. He's uh, the MVP. And we all even our get Deanna to, to speak a couple words. Yeah, on you a hear podcast. my wife for, yeah. for once. <laughs> She'll do it on another podcast. She won't do it on ours. No, it's true. The, yeah, are you serious? Just come on. Lack of. <laughs> Uh, not for lack obviously. of trying. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, it's not like I yell. I don't yell up at her every right. every show. Well, I, I I do need to take a pause and say that the reason why we did escape 
with seven minutes left. I'm sure we could have saved with like 20 minutes left, but the entire time I was like, guys, 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 look at this, guys. Oh, I was, was like, like <laughs> I was like a five year old in a toy shop. I'm like, look at this, guys, it's so cool. Look at this thing. Oh, look at that hey, thing. There's hey, do you see there. the camera? It's like everybody sees the camera. We're on camera. Yeah, but 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 the camera's everybody, gotta be a clue. Everybody, pick your nose and wave it at Omar. <laughs> it's like, but you would see us around this table huddling, and you could see like the smoke coming out of our heads from like thinking so hard and trying uh-huh. to process this. And I was just running around like a. ADD toddler, <laughs> you know. It was like, guys, guys. It was. There's a lot to see. I I don't know how many times Deanna said "shut up, Alex." Yeah. <laughs> she had to keep me reined in. Um. So again, escaperoomherndon.com. If you go there, say hi to Omar. Um, Great you know, guy. Feel free to name and, drop and us super, and say that you listen yeah. to the show. I'm sure he would Absolutely. appreciate it. He super guy. To the show. Super great room. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and if, if you guys have been to an escape room before and you have some great experiences and, and even recommend some other ones where you live, uh, I'd love to hear right. about this. I, I think this is going to become a hobby for me. Well, I, I want to go to these. I know that there's some in D.C. Okay. Um, but before I ever go to D.C., I am going to go back and finish the other two rooms I haven't finished yet in Herndon. Well, pretty and, soon. Well, when he finishes that, then I'll go finish that yeah. too. <laughs> you know? First and foremost, if, if I had that much fun with just the first room, which is supposed to be the most basic room, oh, oh my! I can't imagine the, the the harder rooms. So I was ta- I was already talking to a couple of friends who are who want to go there. Yeah. Um, when we do, I'll let you know. Awesome, awesome. He was talking about the hardest room. He had to dumb it down two levels because it was too hard, that's, which is crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. I crazy. love that. I love it. Oh God! It's, I, can we just stop right now and go? To <laughs> is it okay? Just Omar, can we come over? <laughs> is it okay? <laughs> I just want to go play in the escape room. On the next episode of the Geek 30 Escape Room Happy Hour. Yeah, Alex is still <laughs> stuck in the room because he couldn't figure it out. Jojo just left him behind. He yeah. went to the next room and solved it because uh, I'm still going there. Guys, guys, look at this. There's no guys there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> guys, come back in here. Come back in here. <laughs> we're, trying to, we're trying to concentrate. He was like, Argh! It was hilarious. Oh, when um, we heard a, well, when Bill heard a click and everybody like stopped and looked at him. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, did you fart? <laughs> uh, oh, no man. spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. I didn't want to say any more than yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. In other big news, E3 was this past weekend. Yes. And, um, well, I guess if you're listening to this, you know, it was a weekend prior because we're going to be releasing to it, this. Well, we would release on Tuesday. Yep. So it'll be like a week. Yeah. It'd be, a, it'd be about a week about a later. Week. And, and more information will have settled in and. and um, this E3, I feel, has been pretty um, eventful from a gaming perspective. I'm actually really excited about a yes. lot of stuff. Yes. There's a lot to talk about. Um, we don't have all the time in the world. No. Neither <laughs> we, do you. We don't. We might touch a couple topics very quickly, um, but we're going to try to hit the stuff that we want to highlight that we feel uh, mean more to us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there were, we put a, a list of highlights for us. We also talked about some highlights on um, not another podcast yes. in, in their episode. If you listen to that, we um, didn't have the Kiliko chameleon on display yeah, over there. It's weird, just, right? Yeah. I mean, just I feel like you know, if you had one project, job, uh, yeah. <laughs> go listen to a past episode of the Geek Thirty Happy Hour. You know what we're talking about. First on the list of highlights was Legends of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Now, did Jojo, you, did you say that plural Legends of Zelda? Legend, like no, like that Legends was, of that the was, Hidden Temple. No, that was mid burp, and I was trying to get out. <laughs> so, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Jojo is a big. Oh look, wait, where's my Triforce? Jojo's a big uh, Zelda. <laughs> I might be a little bit of a Zelda fan. I'm actually gonna. Um, 
I'm gonna go back to all the different games and do it in order. Oh, I just I upgraded from Stormtrooper to Triforce. Look at that. So we have a empty glass, by the way. We have. Oh, I'll get you a beer. <laughs> we have a ritual every episode to um, pick out a, a geeky coaster that Marissa made us. And, and they're fantastic. We had to every single time, Marissa. Thank yeah, you so much. I had to give Jojo the Triforce one. Absolutely. So, Jojo, why don't you um, talk about what makes you so excited about this? So, it, it feels like the original. It feels a lot more like the original in this one, at least from what they're talking about. In the original, you can go anywhere at any time and do anything. Now, you might get your butt killed because you might not have the right weapon for it, but it's something that was not linear. It was an open roll in the truest form of the idea of open world. Opening a beer, by the way. Opening a beer. Open. Yeah. <laughs> Since uh, Alex is only halfway through his, and I've already finished mine. I don't know, you're a champion. <laughs> no, Brett's a real champion. We already talked about that. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, in this game, what I've been hearing is that you can actually finish the game without getting a lot of the backstory. Yeah, and it's really open world. I mean, it's, it's really open, open world. world right? right, so you can just yeah. do just the, the missions at hand and finish the game, or you can go exploring and get a lot more uh, details about what's going on. Do we talk about how beautiful the game looks, though? It looks fantastic. Um, oh, no, that's on a freaking Wii U. Yeah, well, I mean, it's going to be released for Wii U and NX, so I don't know if there's going to be any benefit to NX. Cause, again, we don't exactly know what NX is yeah. yet. Um, so it might be a, a more powerful console, which it can render even better. Um, well, that would be but badass. what it's looking like right now... What I'm believing to be Wii U looks phenomenal. Yeah, the art style is, it's really timeless. Right, exactly. Oh my gosh. Exactly. Um, it's somewhat, it, it looks almost cell shaded. Not really, though. It's right. a, um, it's a, it's really unique. It's, it's, it's got a, it has a, uh, it's not like the Toon Link in Wind Waker. It's more just like a, an animated kind of feel. Yeah, it, um, it looks like a cartoon. You're like, right. Yeah, exactly. You're right. It looks like a cartoon that happens to live in not, a three-dimensional not, world. Not full cartoon like Wind no. Waker, but somewhere no, in the no, middle. No, 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 no. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. Uh, let's talk about some highlights from that game, though. Uh, some different things that Link's able to do. Climb, climb mountains. Jump. Like, for jump. the first time. Yeah, jump. Yeah. <laughs> um, He's always he been can, so grounded. He, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can nail uh, headshots with his bow yeah, and arrow and finally got headshots. extra damage. Exactly. Um, interact with the world, not just in dungeons. Because you always act, interact with the world in a dungeon-type scenario mm -hmm. to like open yep. passages and solve mysteries. Yep. But now you're doing stuff outside in the world where he rolled a rock and ran over two little goblins. You know, in How the real cool world, Zara. That's, that's yeah. really cool. Exactly. You can interact with the environment. Um, also, he's a right-hander. Yeah. We were talking about this Prior to the show, correct us if I'm wrong, Geek 30 audience, but I'm pretty sure this is the first time that we've seen him as a right-hander in a really long time. I want to say, and I, I could be wrong again about this, with Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword. He uh, was because, definitely a lefty in Twilight because Princess. Because you had to pick up the Wii moat in your left hand, and you had the nunchuck in your right hand, so you were a left-hander in those games. Yeah, yeah, in those games, yeah. And so, if for him to switch back to the right-hander, that's, that's new, yep, isn't it? it is new. So we'll see. Yeah. I, I mean, that's that's kind of that's that's a very minor thing that I noticed. Right. But they they actually made a point. Something that they made a point about was him being a left-handed, right, person for some. You know, because I guess left-handers are people too. <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, functional parts of society. Yeah. 
so anything else in about that game that you feel like you'd want to mention? I, I'm just excited to. I'm excited to check too, it out. but instead of like the heart and potion systems, uh, well, I mean, they oh, might yeah, still yeah, yeah. have is, hearts and potions, but yeah. you're supposed to actually cook your own food and find things and you know kill. So things what about chopping up all the bushes? Chopping up bushes, uh, chopping over trees to yeah, make bridges. Trees. You're right. You know, sneaking up on Epona <laughs> and riding her. Uh, that sounded That's, wrong. That sounds really good. Jo- Jojo. <laughs> this is a video game. This is a video game for children. We, we don't Your endorse t- that sort of behavior <laughs> on the show. Okay. Shut up, Alex. I'm waving my fist at you. Um, that was all in video game fun. But um, there's a lot of things I'm looking forward to this because, again, it kind of gives you back to the old Nintendo open world thing where yeah. the first thing you could do is literally go to Ganon. And, and fight him if you want to. You were not going to win without wow. any of the other like extra hearts and swords and all that fun stuff, but you could do that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is what they're doing with this now. You can go anywhere at any time. It's not as linear. As, as far as they're showing us, I don't know if they're going to make that more linear because they took that away with um, A Link to the Past, especially with Ocarina of Time. I love the world and environment for Ocarina of Time, but it was very linear. Yeah. And after Ocarina, Majora's Mask, Skyward Sword, Twilight, it was all very linear. You know, it, it was, you're right. Ocarina of Time was, was very linear. Yeah. Um, but it, it it was still like yeah, I was still was a fantastic so game. I just the reason why I like um, a link to the past a little bit more is because some of the weapons that you found. Is a link to the past, the first one. No, so one. Um, I thought Skyward Sword is officially the first one in the series. As of right now, I don't know what's going to happen with Breath of the Wild. But I think Skyward. Well, Sword no, no, I'm talking about like Game Boy. No, no, no. Link to the past is Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. They had Legend of Zelda and Legend of Zelda Two on Nintendo on NES. That um, Zelda Legend. Yeah. Link, uh, Link to the Past on SNES and Link's Awakening on Game Boy. Okay. Um, and I can't remember which one of those came first. I, I had I was just screwing around on my uh, 3DS uh-huh. and I found um, that game, a Link to the Past, available for like four bucks. Right, exactly. That's a Super Nintendo version. Like, oh, I kind of want to get it. Because it, it looks, four bucks. I pay that thing bu- a yeah, thousand do- times. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's a, yeah, yeah. But that one was cool because. Um, it was semi-linear. You didn't have to find all the weapons, but you found certain weapons in different areas in the open world that you can get at any time um, that would end up helping you out in different dungeons in the real world, mm-hmm. you know, which is fantastic. With Ocarina of Time, you had to go in a specific order to get to certain weapons, to get certain armors in order to move forward yeah. in the story. Yeah. Um, again, Ocarina of Time was beautiful, done, and I, I've played it. I played the Master Quest. I kind of want to. I want to go. I want to get it for my 3DS. They, right. They have exactly. It for 3DS. I'll let you borrow the cart. <laughs> oh, really? do you I, have it? I have it on, on a physical. Yeah, a physical copy of it. For 3DS? Yeah. Oh, hell absolutely. Yeah. In 3D, yeah. I yes. played it, and I still have the N64 copy. I have two I will, copies of this. Okay, well, I will take one. <laughs> well, the 3DS copy. Like I said, I've played it multiple times. Um, still, like Link to the Past more, yeah. but still a fantastic right. game otherwise. Um, but but you're right. They're coming back to uh, an, open a, world an open world exploration. Because that's, you're right. The original game was, hey, I like to go out. I like to see caves. I like to see like bushes. I like to see dude, whatever. Just go and explore. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're bringing this back to. It's going right. out and explore and doing things in the real world. And so you can beat the whole game without touching the story. Or you can actually go look for the, the background mm-hmm. story too, which is what I would do because you want to do the exploration. You want to see what else is out there. Yeah, yeah. Really excited to see what happens with that. Another game that stood out. This one is for me personally. Mm-hmm. We Happy Few. This was uh, featured on the in the Xbox panel. Yes. Uh, I'm a big fan of really psychological, f- fucked up sort of right. games. Bioshock is one of my favorite games ever it's a really dark twisted sort of uh sort of game and especially bioshock infinite was an absolute masterpiece uh, speaking of dark fucked up and twisted <laughs> um uh limbo 
Is that that's the one, right? Yeah, Sunboat. that's Sunboat. That's yeah. the one that's black and white, right? Yeah. Uh, those guys actually made a um, have a new game coming out called uh, Makers of Limbo. Uh, let me see something real quick. Inside. Okay. And uh, that looks really neat. It's going to be available here, I think, this summer. I feel like I bought Limbo, but I didn't play it. It's I don't... free now. Okay. Well, I, I know I, I own a copy of it. It might oh, have been you? one of those Humble Bundles kind of a oh, deal okay. and whatnot. I know it's, I own it. Yeah, I just it's never... free on Xbox if yeah. you wanted to just download it. Right. Um, it's free just for, like, Xbox owners is what they said. Okay. Uh, the, the guy who was doing the presentation was talking about how Inside was just one of the best games he's ever played period nice is that incredible that's very incredible limbo for me was a very um the ending was one of them not a lot happened right but it's also one of the most impactful endings i've ever experienced in a game i saw some of the imagery so when you go through the xbox live marketplace yeah and you see like i i want to say i did this on on 360 not on xbox one but you see some of the uh pictures go through and it shows you a couple screenshots and just the screenshots alone were enough to make me say i really want to play this game but it was it was dark it was like i I still have the imagery in my head of just the screenshots not even playing the game so I really want to play that. I want to play that. I, want, I need to play Braid as well. I think I own that as well. I haven't played it yeah. yet. So, so really dark. Um, pouring a new beer. Pouring a new beer. I am. I'm, I'm catching up with JoJo. Sort of. <laughs> so this game, um, what's it called? We We Happy Few. Yeah, We Happy Few. So uh, if, if you guys remember seeing this, if you haven't seen it, it's about you, you play this guy Arthur who is. Um, takes place in the 60s i'm a big fan of games that take place in the past i think that we uh, especially uh, futures that's depicted by the past yeah those are cool yeah i i feel like i was born in the wrong era i should have been born in like the 50s <laughs> i'm sure you have to tie bow tie if you want to i love i just love the music i love right. the atmosphere i love the idea that i could go to work and smoke a cigarette and drink a scotch as i did my paperwork you smoke and, cigarettes what did that well happen? <laughs> no but i'd have to like it'd be weird if but, i i mean at the time when you were an animated for marvel or dc comics you went to an office to draw and yeah you, you went there with like a button-up shirt and a tie and slacks you know yeah so in, a professional yeah and, and, and in any game where i can experience kind of going back in the past i think that's why i like bioshock so much um i still need to pick that up oh, oh my god i just can't like, i, I gotta start from enough. the beginning though yeah yeah you do yeah you do play bioshock then play bioshock 2 because you have to <laughs> yeah it's not it's the worst out of all of them and when i say it's the worst it's not bad right it's just it's just not it's an experience it's not the first and it's not the infinite it's an experience so, yeah and then bioshock infinite is just a masterpiece okay of a game um so we happy few feels like it's kind of coming on the same uh the same vein here 1960s you play this guy arthur and uh you are you're sitting there redacting um negative uh newspaper posts and um he's taking this pill called joy joy yeah and um everybody in this world is on joy and if they're not then they're considered a downer and if you're a downer then you have to be killed everybody's forced to be happy and there's a lot of uh conformity and a and um a lot of different one of us one of us yeah one yeah. It, you know it's really interesting themes think, think about like equilibrium 
because everybody, if you weren't on the right, hill, yes, you were a sense offender. Yes. <laughs> it's very much like um, that, so but, it was, but it, much it was, more bright. Right, exactly. It, it, it was a sense of control. So the entire metropolis was under the control of this drug to make sure everybody was regulated to a certain level. Mm-hmm. You could not have sadness. And so when they realized that he wasn't taking this pill, all of a sudden everybody turns against him, and that's mm-hmm. where the trailer gets really good and exciting. Yeah, so you can see that th- there's going to be some crazy shit that happens in this game. There's an early access happening in july um i'm gonna try to hop on that um i'm specifically calling out my sister katie i know you listen to the show take a look at this freaking game katie this is right up your alley why don't you guys play that game on the couch oh yeah so we will but you and i are still gonna finish our game no, I mean, what yeah, game? layers no, of no, fear. No, okay, no, yeah, that, that was done. Isn't that done? That was no, so done. That was like not a, yet. a year ago. So, and uh, speaking of more games, Final <laughs> Fantasy 15. So, uh, all right, now we talked a little bit about this prior to the show, and, and we want to get your all's input on this game. This is a game that I've been following for the past, I don't know, three or four years. I feel right. like it's been in development forever. It's finally coming out in September. They showed some gameplay footage. We've seen gameplay footage of it. It's very fast paced combat, something that they've been wanting to do in Final Fantasy well for a long time they're claiming that they're doing it well here um and not only for fast combat you know point to point they're actually at three points now so you can go against both a big boss and a different army so you can have multiple yeah, points of contact you have, that you can battle there's yeah it feels like it looks like god of war it really does it does, which is also getting soft rebooted, by the way. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> well quickly, we'll, yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll skim over that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um. I know Don is going to hate us for this, but we don't have God of War on this list. Kratos looks badass. Okay, Don, I know. I know. He well, looks really good. If I, if I will say one thing is that um, I, I say it's soft reboot because they're going to pick up the torch where they left off and move forward. It's not a new character. It's not a new... No, right. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's a new it's environment. Right. It's an order environment. It's Kratos. The only, the only added character is his beard. Right, exactly. New beard. But he has and a scar a from son. the previous game. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're, they're picking it up and they're moving forward with it, which is awesome. Yeah. It's not open world. It's linear, but that works but, for that but that works for that, uh, that, for that, that that's how that, that game is that game type it that's that, where it you want to beat the shit out of stuff exactly so exactly. And, but and final fantasy 15 is following a similar um path here right it, the difference is, is that it is completely open world my gripe with it is that the gameplay footage that they showed i thought looked boring as shit it was it was beautiful it was epic on the scale yeah. of it but it was some dude that was 800 feet tall just swatting back yeah. and forth. <laughs> you know? And the the mechanic was that you had to blink through his arm yeah. and and end up on the other side while fighting off a bunch of minions. Okay, like I'm a raid leader in World of Warcraft. I know boss strategies. <laughs> that was the most basic thing I've ever seen in my freaking right. life. And that just and just seeing how redundant it was, I was like, okay, yeah, it's really pretty. Right. But is this game actually going to be that good? Well, this, I'm, I'm a little worried. I'm still going to pick it up, likely. But right. This is where we know. both... Um, so, we both saw the trade simultaneously, and we both didn't like it for a different reason. Yeah. And I absolutely understand Alex's point of view, because it, it was a very boring fight. Yeah. It looked beautiful, but it was a very yeah. boring fight. My issue was, Final Fantasy for me was always on Super Nintendo, and you controlled three or four people simultaneously. Right. You only control one. Yeah, you can get into a combo with somebody else, whatever, but you still only really control the one. And that's... I like to micromanage, okay, this person's the healer, this person's the red mage, this person's the black mage, this person's the another yeah. puncher. And you know, um, did you ever play Final Fantasy twelve? I did not. I, after 11? After 7? No, 12, 12. After 7, after I went to PlayStation, I stopped. So, Final Fantasy twelve. if you like micromanaging, actually, mm-hmm. they're releasing a, a remastered version of it. 
And I'm and Final Fantasy XII is actually one of my favorites. Okay. Um, it's a very still not buying a pace. No, I know. But listen, <laughs> the cool thing about it is that you would have like three or four characters, and you would actually write out scripts for them. Okay. So it was almost automated, but it was still very micromanagey, like like the Final Fantasy games in the past, okay. which I really like. I love turn based combat. Yeah. But this was almost turn turn based combat automated, where it was. It's like if this, then that. So if right. character uh, is below thirty percent, um, have this other character use taunt, and it was almost like you were writing a script on how to beat that that <laughs> but fight. I mean, you did that with seven, and again, there well, there, there, really. was, there were certain was things way more. Uh, well, yeah, turn based. There was there were certain things about seven that I despised. That's why I didn't get into it. There's certain things I actually did like with the materia when mm-hmm. you grew it up. You can set up so that one person when he takes a hit, uh, another material will. cause this character to block that one yeah but then you also set up where the next character will if he blocks this one then this character will release this thing and then this character will release and it becomes a chain reaction right so you have to develop the materia in order to be able to do these chain reactions which is that was a phenomenal part of the game i just didn't like walking for two hours at a time that just pissed me the hell Mm, off yeah um if you're writing scripts in the final fantasy game that's i mean to quote penny arcade that's a game masturbating Mm-hmm. Because if Hop then Bob is what they're, I loved it. <laughs> I know? loved every bit of no because it was it was perfectly micromanaging to my taste. Uh-huh. Because I I want to be able to say okay he has X amount of health I want to heal now I want to do this I yeah. want to be able to have the control of that. Yeah. If you give that to a script then that's still not my Final Fantasy. Yeah. No. Oh no no no. I I agree. It wasn't. It, it wasn't. Um. It wasn't like a like a Final Fantasy six or right. whatever. But. Uh. It was a really interesting take on a battle system that really hadn't changed much. Right. You right. know, it was still turn based up, you know, even uh, Final Fantasy X, which I love Final Fantasy right. X. It, it just, Final Fantasy X, again, skill uh, or, you know, turn based. And then when Final Fantasy XII came out, I'm like, whoa, I can almost like program how this fight's about to right. go down. And I can see That's where that really, brings in new players yeah. also because. It was a completely different, tur- but, right. but that also set us on this. On this completely weird path, where in Final Fantasy Thirteen you had the whole paradigm system, which I'm still uh, about, because literally you would just say go, go, yeah. go, go, and that's not Final Fantasy. No, it wasn't. But there's some. But they wanted the fast paced combat, right? Which is what we're now getting in Final Fantasy Fifteen. I just hope that yeah, behind this beautifully crafted game, like with from a graphics perspective, it's right. incredible. I really hope the content's there. I really do. The story looks interesting. Like, I mean, the the concept behind it looks right. kind of neat. You can read more about the, it. But is this the one that they had the trailer again three, four years ago? Yeah. Um, when they first started it, where he was in a house and he's some kind of like noble kid, and he ends yeah. up jumping on a tail and jumping or whatever. Yeah. That looked cool as hell. Yeah. But again, that to me is an action game, not an RPG. Yeah. He's he's a yeah. It's like a note. It's like nobility. Yeah. Um, but without getting too too much further into it, because I definitely want to talk about more games. It's a game I'm going to end up buying. I'm a little bit hesitant about it. I've been hesitant about it since I've seen a lot of the content, especially lately. Right. It's funny. That that one that you were talking about that you were hesitant about. Yeah. Where he was in some kind of a palace and there was some kind of fight team where he was just blasting down the hallway, like uh, like screwing shit up. Right. That, that looked really cool to me. I was like, okay, that's very God of War, but you know what? It's Final Fantasy. It's going to have a really deep story, which right. is why I really play those games to begin with. Final Fantasy, if but, they excel at anything, it's a story. Yeah, so it's the depth of story. Yeah. Um, it really draws you in. Right. But then when I saw just how kind of lackluster 
some the of the fight combat, was, the fight yeah. was, I was like, because uh, so, yeah, it could be anyway. a great story, but if the story takes two hours and the game takes eighty hours, yeah. there's eighty hours of lackluster combat you got to fight through. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? I don't know that I want to do that. Yeah. So next up, honorary mention, Death Stranding. This was part of the PlayStation conference. This, uh, what this is Hideo Kojima's now return to the gaming world. He he said he was like, <laughs> I'm back, and everybody was like, Yeah. But, I mean, was it really a return? He he left Konami. It's been like a year. He didn't leave know, the gaming I, yeah. industry. <laughs> he left he left Konami, yeah. you know, under bad terms. And now he's got this new game in the works with a naked Norman Reedus. Yeah. And um and a baby and a lot of dead whales. That's about all abstract, we know. It was baby, then it wasn't baby, and it was handprints, and it was really abstract. Yeah, I mean, it was it was beautiful and abstract right. and, and really crazy and dark. I'm going to buy it, you know, whatever. Here's all my money. <laughs> but It's um, one of those... Uh, yeah, I, I mean, what did you think about it? I Okay, so there is obviously a, a, uh, a point where they're just exceeding the level of, of picture quality on things. Mm-hmm. It looks beautiful. Unfortunately, the only thing, and this is kind of a detractor to me, and I'm, I know I'm weird in that sense, but Norma Reedus, it looked exactly like him, but it still felt like a computer when he moved him when he made his movements. You know, yeah. it, it still looked like he was. You know, that being, was actually like like what he said. Those were in-game graphics, so like those right. were those weren't like cinematics. Like right. that, those are in-game what the graphics. Game would look like exactly, yeah. which so, I get. Like, but. It, but it I, looks, know, I know exactly what you're saying. It, it looks like a movie for yeah. in-game graphics. It looks like a movie. You could still tell. Though, you can still tell that it, it wasn't was, a movie. Was, yeah. But that's kind of scary to me that it's gotten that close. Yeah, you know, because this is gonna be a, the facial a crazy expressions world. like yeah. when he was crying and stuff. Exactly. I was like, yeah, that's spot on, man. But unfortunately, he went from crying to regular face to cry. Yeah. You know, so it was it was very mechanical in that aspect. Yeah. But they're very they're getting very close to being you know basically playable movies. Yeah, I mean, if you ever played Uncharted, right. uh, the, the new Uncharted game. That uh, I'll, I'll after we record here, I'll just show you a quick clip of some right. of the stuff. That game, it's is like you're playing the controller into Indiana Jones. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> you know? It really is. It's, it's insane. So I have nothing but props for the level of quality that's coming out of this mm-hmm. uh, system. Again, this was actual gameplay footage. I'm complaining about the fidgetiness of the character. Yeah, but he looked exactly like. And, him. and you know, exactly like, like the him. game isn't anywhere close to being done. So I right. can only imagine like this is just going to get so much better. As long and as it's not, already really freaking cool. As long as it's not um, aliens, colonial space marines. I can't remember which game that was where it looked better in beta than it did in actual production. Oh really? <laughs> I hope, I hope not. <laughs> there was a video out there, or a Vine. I'm sure Kojima wouldn't put something out. No, like no, that. not at all. No, but he's was, way better than there that. Was, uh, there was a video I saw of the Colonial Marines where an alien just kind of derpily like, walked around a corner, and you're looking at him, and he just like walks past you. Yeah. <laughs> you just, you're not there. You don't get registered. It was like, it was such a poorly... I went to PAX East 2012, and I played a beta of this game, and I was enthralled, and I yeah. needed this game in my life. And what was released was not what was what I played That's sad. in a beta. So yeah. I don't know where they botched it, you know? Yeah. So this one, this is pre-beta. This is pre-alpha. This is still, you know, uh, a, a preview really of a preview kind of a good. deal. And it looked amazing. You notice the uh, handprints at the very beginning? Remember yeah. when they sunk in and then all of a sudden it filled with water? Yeah. The, the physics yeah. there, man. And then, I mean, he had handprints on his hands inside, like, the, the dirt yeah. and whatnot. And then it, the baby handprints that went through everything. So even just, like, the text, they were bleeding. Not bleeding, but, like, oozing, whatever you so want to call think, it. So what do you think the scars on his stomach were? <sighs> you know, he didn't, like, he, it's like he didn't have a, a belly button. He right. He had scars. He also had a, 
in that trailer he had a baby with a kind of cord like a black one like almost like a prosthetic umbilical yeah. cord right so i don't know if it's so is he almost like a mother to that baby that's or that's something? what i was like, that's what i was thinking at first i'm not sure it would it would be they i mean gave, that's the type of shit kojima gave, pulls yeah they gave no information no that but and and it gave so much information right you, <laughs> you know? know exactly it, it gave no information but it gave no information well <laughs> you, you know, know? speaking of, of not giving too much information resident evil 7 mm. So let's talk about this real quick. I'm actually interested in seeing what happens here. This is a return to the horror genre for Resident Evil. Lately, a lot of the Resident Evil games have been shoot 'em up action style, you know, run in, run and gun, screw up some monsters. But yeah. now we're getting back into a horror game. The right. first Resident Evil was a third person walk around. Oh, crap, there's a zombie. Pow, 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 pow. I hope it doesn't eat you. Some liquor like crashes through a window and scares yep. the fuck out of you and yeah. Yeah, it was very scary. They're trying to they're trying to bring that feeling back in first person. I haven't seen any zombies lately, but you right. see some eerie things walking around, people, whoever they are, whatever they are. It feels a lot like an Outlast or a I don't know what what else. What other games Doom, like the, like Layers or, of Fear? Yeah, Layers or, of Fear, The Thing, Doom, anything that's you know first person. I I adore eighty percent of this game. The idea of this game's amazing. I'm excited for this game. I are you gonna not, are you gonna be able to watch it? Watch me play it? Or I'm not gonna... excited for first person though. Uh, yeah, because JoJo gets scared of first person. Not not not. Well, not even that. Like first person is also like start getting nauseous if the TV's too big, which yours is like eighty five inches, so yeah, that might be so an good. issue. <laughs> I love that. Did TV. I ever tell you about Doom Three, by the way? Yeah, yeah. So okay. JoJo played Doom Three on his uh, on a huge projector at his parents' house. I, I built my parents. So my dumbass, yeah. <laughs> I built them a theater and then moved from Texas and I left my theater behind. Uh, but I built them a 120 inch screen TV, which is effectively the entire wall. And so I wanted to scare myself crazy. I just I, I wanted to absolutely go. I had 7.1 surround sound. Like I just I wanted to be scared. Lights were off. Parents were out of town. I wanted to be scared. Not five minutes into this game, I was motion sickness because the entire freaking mall was moving. Yeah. And I, I, I've played it on, you know, monitors. I played it on TVs. From a guy who can, like, ride roller coaster after roller coaster after I, roller coaster. I have videos on YouTube about coasters, you know? And I, I played multiple things like Titanfall and whatnot on a 55-inch, you know, LED TV and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Never had an issue. But when it was 120 inches and I'm, like, you know, eight feet away from the screen, the whole wall was moving. I got motion sickness. Yeah. And so that kind of that kind of killed me. I love the Doom series. I love the Quake series. I love all the first-person shooters. I don't know that Resident Evil works in the first-person shooter. I'm sure it's going to be a great game. You want to know something? I think that they're they're really straying far from the typical zombie thing. Right, because they're I not, think, I think they're they're not going, bringing any of their, their previous content. I, I they're really still starting think, new. Yeah, I think it's going to be more like like crazy serial killer sort of Resident right. Evil. That's what it looks like to me. Right. I, I mean, well, but I like it because you're, you're looking for clues and you're opening stuff up. And in the trailer, they're showing you like bits and pieces like plates on a table or some little car or whatever. So you're you're obviously looking for clues and trying to figure out what's going on here. And I want that God bless you. Excuse um me. I want that environment where you're looking for clues and solving a mystery yeah. and solving a puzzle. That that is a great part of Resident Evil. Yep. And there's a certain pace that goes along with it. I just don't know that I want to do it in first person. Mm -hmm. Like if it was third person, I'd have my pre order yesterday. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. I don't the first person kinda kills it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I'm 
I'm interested in looking at it. I'm a big fan of the horror genre, and I haven't liked any of the new Resident Evil stuff because it's just like, oh, this is kind of corny. It's hack and, and slash. And, yeah. It's, it's not, even, not even good hack and slash. No, it's it's really clunky, too. Right. Like, it's just not my type of game. I mean, if you like it, you know, more power to you. I just, right. It's just not my thing. Um, so I would love to hear your all's thoughts. Geek30podcast at gmail.com on that. Uh, the last mention, quickly, Titanfall 2. Pre-ordered with the helmet. Oh, hell Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I think I'm gonna get it for my PC. Okay. Yeah, because we can play cross. Yeah, yeah, cross, yeah, cross platforms. I've, I've learned, especially with Overwatch. Uh-huh. I am way better with the mouse and keyboard. You, you didn't know that before? Well, I, I feel like I I did maybe because especially like how much I suck with Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, but especially like on Overwatch, but that, Call, Call of Duty's not a good it. gauge though. It kind of is. It's no, no. really twitchy, dude. That's a twitchy ass game. So uh, I grew up playing like Soldier of Fortune and Unreal Tournament, Doom, Quake, mm-hmm. um, a lot of those first person on on computers. So the only game that I really do play well on a console is Halo. Oh, um, I actually, I yeah, I'm really good at Halo right. too. Uh, and which they did, they did bring to PC. Not all of them. I think they still haven't brought out uh, five yet. Yeah, probably not. Um, still too, still too soon. Yeah, exactly. But uh, for the most part. My first-person shooters have always been PC, and I, and I will prefer to play them on PCs if possible. One scenario I will say, I was playing with a couple of uh, mutual friends of ours, Ryan, Ben, and Alex, another Alex, mm-hmm. uh, Ben's younger brother, and um, we played a scenario with Halo 1 or Halo 2, I think it was Halo 1, with the pistols, and that is, to my heyday, again, I'm a little bit older than most of the crowd, but I was um, out of high school, I was you know buying my own Xbox, I was with land parties where at my old pa- parents uh single family home in woodbridge we'd have three floors of people playing different teams and whatnot oh um, yeah that's so good I you could not that. stop me with the pistol and i'm usually the guy who i'm on the team for moral support i make jokes or whatever because usually it's them you know 80 to 1 kills you know the, the kd ratio is like five thousand or whatever it's, it's you know they, they do awesome work and then he put a pistol in my hand from halo one and they couldn't touch me. They couldn't touch me with a sniper rifle. They couldn't touch me with a, a uh, assault rifle. They couldn't touch me. Yeah. And it's like this is this is what I do. This is you you. This, this is, is my field. This is my field. Yeah. You don't own this. Yeah. <laughs> so I used to be like that with uh, <laughs> like on the rocket games. Yeah. Like yeah. Rocket launchers. Exactly. Um, oh rocket race. <laughs> yeah. We would play rocket launcher games. I, I I remember going over to a party once and they were like, oh, it was like a bunch of it was like a like a land party. Right. Bunch of Xboxes hooked up, and and they were like, "Oh, let's play some Halo." Um, Alex, we're just doing rockets, and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> I'm and, sorry." Yeah, I didn't even say anything, and then they were like, "What the hell, man?" <laughs> I had a similar situation. I used to work at Funko Land before it was bought by GameStop, and I got screwed over. That's a long story. Um, but the people I, work, I was uh, working with, they all um, had this whole, "We're the best," and we're just it's like, I play with. The- Pro gamers, people who actually got to the pro circuit. That's yeah. who I was playing before. I played with you guys. Um, so they, we were playing um, a land party, and they're like, "We're gonna hit your ass. Don't, don't don't feel bad about it. You know, it's all that fun stuff. We're really good." And all of a sudden, there was this guy with fifty kills who won the match. The next person had twenty eight kills, and it's like, "Wait a second, what just happened? Who's who's? That's you." It was like, ah. I mean, I didn't want to say nothing, but I mean, you guys seem to be very convinced. Yeah. I just, you know. <laughs> Let you guys learn the, the right. right way, you yeah. know? So, with the original Halo, Halo 2, you know, I was unstoppable, but that's the only times I was unstoppable on the console. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I am a PC person through and through yeah. when it comes to first-person shooters. Like, again, Unreal Tournament, Quake, Doom, all that fun stuff, they're amazing. Um, you gotta get Overwatch. 
Oh my I, I need God. to pick up but, uh, that one. I feel it's, like I will pick up on PC though. Yeah, you have to, um, and it's it's such a return to like the to the good old Quake days, man. right? Exactly. It's so exactly, that's what I hear. So I want to do that um, with Titanfall. I still feel like I'm gonna get on a console, um, but I actually enjoyed the first one a lot on a console. I did too. Yeah, I think it was a great game, and it was the first time that actually they they call it regeneration and Titanfall. They call it prestige and Call of Duty. Um, it's when you get to the maximum level and you start over again with like perks and whatnot. I've never done it on a game before. I've never done it on a Call of Duty. I've never done it, but with Titanfall. Absolutely. It's like I, I wanted to play it enough that I got to regenerate regeneration and started it over again. Sure. So that was a big kind of milestone for me that I wanted to do that. This one is amazing because they actually have an offline single-player campaign. I love it. And there is, with the way they wrote Titanfall for the first one, they don't give you a lot of story. But you can tell that there's a lot of history there. There's a lot of lore there. Yeah, it's almost like they're, you're, jumped, you're, you're jumping into a, a world that has a lot of history already built into exactly. it. Exactly. Kind of similar with the experience with Overwatch, not to just keep bringing that up. Exactly. But, you know, you jump into a game and you're like, oh, look at all this. Like, the ambiance says, yeah, the, uh, this war and this faction, you know, is fighting against this faction. And, right. And you can tell and you, you do just a, by being uh, existing in there. I want to say, what is it, eight levels of quote-unquote, air quotes, um, campaign. It's a multiplayer campaign. Yeah. You get some story level and you see certain things happen. You get some background story and that's kind of cool. Yeah. It's not it's all right. big on the multiplayer, but it's, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Excuse me, that it's there. Now I'm burping. Yep. Welcome to my uh, Exactly, right? Because uh, it's so easy to drink. <laughs> I know. You just start chugging it, and you're, and you're talking, and you're bubbling. And... What the hell? Um, the fact that they're going to elaborate on the story is going to be very exciting to me. So I have already pre-ordered it with the helmet. Nice. Um, this is a $200 investment that I didn't expect to spend, but that's that's going to happen. It's yeah. just going to happen. Just like I bought my Ecto Cooler, you know, on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys have a ton of disposable income like Judge obviously does, I wouldn't say ton of disposable. No, <laughs> just I know what I want. Yeah, I'm, he knows what he I'm wants. I'm an eight year old with a credit card. So there you go. <laughs> Let us know your thoughts on the on the lineup of games that that were announced and, and other announcements that came out of B3. Woof, there, there is that burp. I knew Geek you were going to get podcast it. at gmail.com. <laughs> it's not just me. No, no, it's me too. Um, but. I, I don't know. E3 was a ton of fun. It's going to cause me to spend a ton of money, so I hope you guys enjoyed it this year. I, 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 I tried to avoid it. You still get bits and pieces because, again, people flood your Facebook or your yeah. Twitter or whatever yeah, and all that like, stuff. Oh, look at all this money I have to spend. Yeah, exactly. And, I'm, and I've been actively locking, watching the Legend of Zelda stuff because that's what I'm interested in right now, plus getting some stuff from Titanfall and whatnot. Um, you don't want to spend the money, no. but you're going to. You you're know you're going to. Going yeah. to. Yeah. You've already like I again. I've already pre-ordered. That's that's as a lot of decide. That's yep. going to happen. Yep. Um. So we're coming up on the end of the show. Why don't we get into the uh, the Geek Thirty question of the week? I want to ask you a bunch of questions. And I want to have them answered immediately. So our question last week was, what was the first beer you encountered and enjoyed? And we had um, a few different responses. Wanted to give some folks some shout-outs. Um, shout-out to Eric. He says, Leinenkugel oh, wow. was the first one. He said he couldn't get into the taste of the beer at first, uh, the taste of beer in general at first, and the lemonade of beers was uh, way easier to stomach. So they're the ones who do a lot of shandies, like yeah, the orange shandies, shandy, yeah. the lemon shandy. Uh, I want to say there's another shandy that they had that I can't remember off the top of my head. Summer shandy? That's the lemon. That's the lemon. Did you say that one already? No, I said lemon. And, oh, okay. Well, maybe oh, it was summer shandy. But there was there was one I did. It wasn't Lonnie Google that I did at your concert. That was even fantastical. You didn't like it, but I loved it. Oh so. yeah, that was the cherry one, right? It wasn't a cherry one. I though. thought it was cherry. No. 
strawberry? Was it strawberry? No, it was just like a floral kind of oh, deal. It okay, wasn't maybe. a fruit thing. Um, maybe. But Lonnie Cool does great stuff with a shandy. I remember... Um, That's a great entryway beer. Yeah, exactly. Alcoholic beverage. Nice and, nice and easy, nice and light to uh, drink. Great summer beer. Yeah. Um, Javi, who was on the show... Javi! Uh, he, he hit us up. First beer I ever had was Sam Adams, and it was delicious. So, okay. I, I actually like Sam Adams. Freaking Javi. Okay, you're starting off with, like, Miller Lite, or, I'm sorry, Rolling Lock, and, yeah, you know, I, I started off with Miller Lite. I'm starting off with whatever. He started off with Sam Adams? He's at the bar high from himself. He's kind of a hipster. He's, he's okay. He's kind of a hipster. He has great taste. I am not going to take that away from him, but Dan, he says, he went and got out, like, an Audi. He didn't get, like, a Corolla first. No, <laughs> he went no. straight to Audi. No. <laughs> uh, shout out to Sabrina who responded. She said, "Up until about three years ago, and by the way, this is Sabrina from Tin Cannon Brewery, right? Exactly." She responded. She didn't. Um, she didn't drink. Yeah, get this. So, beer, up until about three years ago, I didn't even drink beer. Rich and I, Rich is her husband, were hanging out with the Hilkerts. Um, these are the other folks who who own the uh, Tin Cannon Brewery in Gainesville. Um, and uh, th- th- she gives a shout out to John Hilkert, who's the uh, who's the co owner. Uh, and John home homebrewed uh, this peanut butter porter, and honestly, it was the really uh, the uh, the only love of my. Uh, uh, I can't read, dude. <laughs> it was really only my love of him and peanut butter that actually got me to even take a sip. I didn't appreciate the taste of any beers until John's recipe unlocked my steel trap door about beer forever. Where has this deliciousness been all my life? She says. Ex- Clamatory, <laughs> there's like three exclamation points. I know that's there. why I had to. I'm shaking my <laughs> fist in the air. That beer is uh, now known as Tin Cannon Brewing Company's Vaughn's Peanut Butter Porter, and that is an incredible beer. Absolutely, Guys, oh my it's god, it's made with real peanut butter. It's incredible, and uh, can be enjoyed by all um, in our tap room. So you know, slight commercial. You know, it's not like they don't sponsor us or anything. Right. I'm just telling you this because they have really damn good beer, guys. I, I've been there three times now and just taking home growlers, and it's amazing. Hell yeah. Um, she says, and I have subsequently gone from drinking no beers to at least one pint or bottle of craft beer deliciousness a day for uh, market research. Air quotes. Air quotes. Thank you, Sabrina, for writing in. We can't wait to go back to Tin Cannon and drink. I mean, again, beer. we're not trying to sponsor them on this one. It's just fantastic beers. But yeah. I do want to point out the fact that Tin Cannon has um, they they don't get fake ingredients they when they do a peanut butter porter they use actual peanut butter porter peanut, no, butter, they, they, peanut butter yeah when they do a bourbon stout they use actual bourbon oh, you know man, so yeah, and that bourbon stout dude. Oh, it was amazing exactly that's, ex- that's like the perfect bur- i mean they're like this is great this right. bourbon stout is right. great because but you don't really taste the bourbon right exactly and but that one is like almost like a bourbon drink but still kind of typically you, you 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 do a bourbon stout for right. the abv right like you're you're wanting a more alcoholic beverage theirs actually tastes like it's it's bourbon first right and then all of a sudden oh there's like a little bit of a of a beer thing happening right exactly there. like you're actually sitting on bourbon it, it's, it's fantastic so yeah. i i gotta give love and a shout out to tin cannon because they use actual ingredients in theirs it's not like capsaicin like powders yep. to make it spicy blah 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 whatever they actually use uh, real ingredients on and there you can, and it's fantastic yeah beers. you can listen to the live show that we did over there we had an audience and everything um with the owners of tin cannon brewing company sabrina was on the show and it was a ton of fun uh and last but not least michelle who's michelle. the person that uh recommended the beer for today Thanks, she michelle. says like the actual <laughs> so she she questions like the actual first beer i enjoyed question 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 <laughs> what 
natural light, natty light. She natty light. I had respect for her. But. She says, "Don't judge me. I was young and so impressionable. You were, Michelle. I've known you for uh, over a decade now. It's okay." She says, "The first beer I fell in love with, Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Which Ale, which is what we're drinking right now. Which is what has inspired our drink for today. So you know what? Cheers. You cheers. don't have any beer left, but I'm I'm gonna... done with my beer. Mm-hmm. And this comes in a four pack, so I can't open another one. Nope. Uh, thank you for all the feedback. We love this. It's so Absolutely. fun to hear from everybody. Now, we have another question for you guys. What video game controller do you feel most comfortable with? So, me, personally, I love all Nintendo controllers, period. Even the original NES controller, love to death. Yeah, that was a great controller. But, uh, yeah, it was square. It was. It should not have been ergonomic, but it still felt great yeah. in your hands. I That's still love... <laughs> Sorry. Too big. Go ahead. Too, Go big. Ahead. too big. Too <laughs> big. Um, I still love the original Xbox controller. I, I love the behemoth, you know? They were not, not the 360 or Xbox One. The original Xbox with the original controller, not the S controller. The one that weighed like eight pounds. They had to sit in your lap in order to play with. I love that controller to death. It felt perfect. It had the perfect weight to it. I, I don't know why. It was... Yeah, for me, it's probably the Xbox One controller, to be okay. honest. I, I love the way that controller feels. Okay. It's now, great. one question I will have, now that you've played Xbox One with the controller X amount of times, is it easy for you to go back to the 360 or is it weird? It's fine. It's fine? It's fine. Because some people say that it's weird It's to weird back for me to... to go back to the original Xbox controller because it's okay. just... It feels like everything's kind of off a little bit. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, like it's like almost... I don't know. My thumbs don't line up the same. Okay. <laughs> It lines up a lot more similarly <laughs> on the on the 360 controller right. as compared to the Xbox One controller. What was your least favorite controller? Off subject, obviously. Um, oh man, probably the original Xbox controller, the one you really have. yeah <laughs> the one I love. It's all good. Some because people handle it well, <laughs> just the weight of it alone. I mean, I was able to hold it no problem. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm not trying to overcompensate here, like JoJo is. <laughs> I'm but, not overcompensating. But, I got retarded. Yeah, yeah, I know you do. <laughs> But the problem was, it just felt like it felt like everything was a little out of place for me. Having okay. come from an environment where I was always playing Nintendo, you know, like right. every it was a very natural feel for everything to be kind of where it was supposed to right. be, and that was the first controller to disrupt that feel. Okay, even even Sony with their PlayStation, their first PlayStation, it felt like a very similar controller to what you would experience on I, a on a on a Nintendo. This is this is not against Sony. This is I because I owned a PS One. I know. One. I know. Is, Go ahead. I don't like the Sony controller, even from PlayStation. I know a lot of yeah. I I really even to this day I really like my PlayStation Four, and this is where JoJo and I differ. But obviously, yeah. The I it's I still prefer the Xbox One controller. Right, like it just feels more natural to me. With the weird uh, two finger thing on the top yeah. and yep. with that, it just it never really worked out for me. Um, but I know people who swear by it. Right. Dude. I mean, I still have the PS One at home with the LCD screen on there and whatnot, and I like whatever. But I never liked that controller. But the one controller I liked less yeah. than that was the Dreamcast. Oh, I actually like the Dreamcast controller. See, I I mean, I like the I like the uh, concept of it more so. Yeah, more so the concept of it. I guess I should say. But yeah. that's the VMU. That's not the controller. I, I, no, no, but, but like the way you'd be able to insert that and then it right. brings up and it had like two. And... So you can do one, one vibrate, one VMUs, or two VMUs, or two memory yeah. or whatever you want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had two slots. Yeah, exactly. That's right. That's right. But it was uncomfortable as fuck. So you know, after an hour yeah, of play, your hand was ridges. Like, it had. Yeah. Remember that? It had so, like it was almost um, pointy. Exactly. Yeah. And just the way it, it bent your fingers around. My it, uncle and my aunt still have my Dreamcast. I kind of want to go get it. Definitely go get it. I, I won't be able to play it more than an hour. My hands will cramp. Yeah, all of a sudden, As a gamer. JoJo, let's go. You're, nah. <laughs> you're okay. You're good cash. <laughs> T-Rex hands. 
Um, T-Rexes don't make that noise. Oh, well, have you made a Star Wars reference? Oh, yet? no, hey. Star Wars reference. <laughs> okay, there right. we go. Star Wars <laughs> reference, okay. Fair enough. I'm just I'm trying to save myself here. <laughs> Stormtrooper coaster. Well, I had a blast talking about all this stuff. I, again, um, if you would like to chime in with the Geek 30 question of the week, it is what video game controller do you feel most comfortable with? Send us an email, geek30podcast at gmail.com. Send us a tweet at Geek30, however you want to get a hold of us on Facebook, whatever. Uh, we would love to hear your feedback. And so just one last time, I want to thank uh, Omar and Not Another Podcast for having us yesterday at uh, at uh, Escape Room Herndon. Escape Room Herndon, yeah. yeah. It was totally beautiful. Fun. We're going to be it back. It was awesome. It was entertaining. It was exciting. There was adrenaline rushing. Yep. Uh, it was Alex running around with his hands flailing and no one really paying attention yeah, well, to him. Yeah, <laughs> but that's normally what happens It was anyway. Deanna being on her A game. And, yeah. Um, it, was, it was so, so much fun. So much fun. Um, so we're going to leave it off here. I think it was a great episode with a lot of great content. Hope you guys enjoyed Jojo. Where can people reach us one more time? So email is going to be at <laughs> I just went one Twitter more time. At, one more time. And just, just start out over again. So emails can be geek 30 podcast at gmail.com and 30 is spelled out geek 30 podcast at gmail.com. The Twitter handle is at geek 30. Once again, spelled out. We have a phone number, which is 443-424-3350. So you can leave us a voicemail if you're old school like us, as long as you're not a pharmacy. Um, you can also find us on YouTube. Inside Joe. Inside Joe. Uh, unless you've heard the show yeah. then. <laughs> uh, YouTube and Facebook, just look up uh, Geek 30 Happy Hour, and we'll pop up on you. So hit subscribe or hit like for us. Um, or you can hit us up on the internet, um, geek30.com. And again, 30 is spelled out. Yep, give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Again, that helps us get the show um, out there to other folks who are looking for this sort of content and entertainment. Thank you to, um, let's see, I guess, Kentucky, Kentucky Bur- Bourbon, Bourbon Barrel Stout. Stout. <laughs> their, their whole... The actual, let's see. Yeah, I guess it's the, the actual brewer. Well, it's not like there was a distillery that did that. Yeah, check. Oh, Kentucky Ale. Yeah, Kentucky Ale. Should look that up. That's bad of us. <laughs> um, this is a great beer, and again, thank you to Michelle for for the for the recommendation. This was great. It was a, it was a great beer, I, definitely. I, I can't wait to, to, to drink more. Of this. I'll, I'll need to keep that on rotation. Yeah, and, and again, thank you to you all for listening. We can't do this without you. Until next time. Thank you so much for nerding out with us. See ya.